much. We're back. Thank you for waiting. I greatly appreciate it. And we got to thank you. And Nutrisource has always been a, a great sponsor of the KDK9 show for about 18 years. So uh, my tip my hat to Nutrisource. And then also Pet Cremation MN. They've also advertised and so has, uh, let's see, da-da, 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 uh, uh, Organic Lawns by Lunseth. Uh, the, you know, the, 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 uh, if it wasn't for these people, you know, hopefully, you know, it takes money. We've got to pay salaries here, right? So, but Nutrisource has just been one heck of a fantastic company to work for and, 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 and their products are super. So you just can't go wrong. All right. Where are we at? Oh, uh, here we go. Okay. Croc- what animals are crocodiles most closely related to lizards, snakes, turtles, birds, turtles. That's what I thought. Okay, you ready for this? But on the other hand, the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, birds would be so ridiculous. Guess what? It's birds. Crocodiles uh, are the closest living relative of birds, sharing a common ancestor called the archosaur that lived around 250, 40 million years ago and also gave rise to the dinosaurs. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's... I would have I've, never guessed that. Because it said bird. I'm one of these people, too, that when something, I don't know the answer, when something is, like, so out of place, yeah. that's got to be it. And so when birds came up there, it's like, no way. And so I was going to go for that, but I went for turtles, and I was wrong. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Okay, let's get to the phone lines. we got patient people waiting. Yep, we What's got uh, Donna, who has a uh, question regarding dog, dog teeth. Dog teeth. Okay. Hey, Donna, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So what kind of pupper do you got? So I am in the dental field. I've been in the dental field forever, so I know how important it is that your mouth um, health also um, follows the rest of your body. Yeah. I have a 14-year-old Shih Tzu who just recently has had really bad breath. Mm -hmm. And my question is, what are your feelings on with a dog that age, putting them to sleep, having teeth extracted, having a deep cleaning? That's everybody's. The, Go ahead. The vet doesn't want to really do any more shots on him, even though he's in really good health because of his age, except for oh, I, rabies. I know. Dad, just stop. Stop the shot. He's, for Pete's sakes, he's fine. Okay. Okay, so then the thing is, is like when it comes down to because I have to put the dog under, and see that Mike Gilligan, uh, you know, he went into congestive heart failure. It'd be a year ago in August, and anyways, his teeth over COVID. That I mean, little dogs naturally, for some stupid reason, have just deplorable teeth. Okay, and I, I yeah. think it's from breeding. You know, they had to breed them down to have them be small, right? But anyway, so the thing is, though, is that he needs a cleaning big time. But because of his heart condition, and he's thirteen, that it's you know well. He can, we can do it, and everything, he can come through it, or he can crash. So you have to decide what you're willing, okay? And so this is a, a personal decision that you have to make. You know the dog best, okay? And if he doesn't have any existing cart, obviously I've got, a, you know, Gilligan's got a heart condition, congestive heart failure. And so the thing is, though, is that so you have to make your decision what you want to do. You know, so you got to be okay that if something does happen and it goes south, and the pupper doesn't come through, I don't want you bit beating yourself up, okay? And what, what about the gimmicks about if you give your dog this certain drop? Yeah. Um, and it'll take the calculus off their teeth. Do you buy that? Well, see, that just not- I, I, I don't, for, and the reason is, is because it's just like us. 
we can't take pills to take stuff off our teeth. We have to brush them, all right? Or if you got dentures, you take them out and put them in a jar. <laughs> but anyway, so the thing, right. but the thing is, so there's really nothing but what causes tar, both in humans and animals, is our diet. All right. Now, di- now Gilligan is a got an awesome diet. You know, he's on raw, he's on freeze dried, dehydrated, on you know great supplements and blah blah blah. And, uh, and no matter how good his diet was, he still has you know a lot of plaque on his teeth. So, so right. the thing is, is that it's really tough. I guess I don't know. Is is there a lot of plaque, or do, are there teeth that have to be extracted? Um, well, I, you know, being in dental, I can look at his teeth and I can tell that he has a lot of plaque. Okay, okay. Yep. As far as needing extracted, uh, it's almost, you know, I think they'd have to take x-rays, but I don't even know if they do that. Right. Auto pouch. Right. But see, that that's where you've got to make your decision now. They do have a really cool toothbrush that I've tried with Gilligan. It goes on your finger. It looks like a thimble. You know what a thimble looks like? It looks like a thimble. Yeah. It goes on your on your pointer finger. And it's got real, like, soft brushes, or, or, like, rubber things on it. And so you can put, I've been putting a little bit of coconut oil on that and then trying to go across his teeth. You know, something's better than nothing, you know. And anyway, so that seemed to help a little bit, but his plaque is really, really bad. But, uh, and yeah, so, and, and I clean teeth, so mm-hmm. if he'd let me, I would mm-hmm. <laughs> clean his teeth. Yeah. I don't think he would let me do well, that. Well, you could try it, even if you could just do a couple pokes at one time and done. Give him a treat, all done. Okay. You know, you have like a little, you know, a little scrape here and a little scrape there and just make it fun. Oh, look what we're doing. All right. We got a treat for you after this. You know what I mean? Just do it real quick. Maybe have somebody sidetrack them, you know, with something, you know, but though everybody wants to get it all done at one time. No, just like cutting uh, toenails on a dog. If you could do one nail a week, you're doing great. As long as it's not a fight, then maybe all of a sudden you can do two nails and then maybe you can do a whole paw at one sitting. You work into it with some dogs, not just sit on them and say, we will get this done. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. And so that's Thank what. Thank you. So that, yeah. So you've got to make your own decision on that and what you you know your dog best. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye bye. Uh huh. Bye bye. There you go. Yeah, it, it, that's a tough call, you know, because like I say, Gilligan's teeth are really, really bad. I am just so embarrassed uh, on that. And uh, because COVID hit, it, you know, they were starting to look a little funky. And then, well, prior to COVID, and then by, by all of a sudden, that's it. And and they just kind of took a took a header. And so, I'm just doing what I can when I can. But anyway, okay, who's up next, Josh? We have Shelly with a rescue pet question. A rescue pet question. Hey, Shelly, how you doing? Oh, hi. hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. There I am. There, there you I am. are. Yeah. Um, I've talked to you before. I have a Tonkinese cat named TJ. Okay. And I moved in with my guy. Okay. And he had two older cats. And, okay, they are both, yeah, long story short, they're both gone now. And now he is in control of the whole house. But we want to adopt um, a rescue cat. And I'm just wondering how we can introduce them so we don't have to separate them. Uh, No, that's part of it. Cats are, are, are independent. They don't, they live in colonies, but they don't, they are not a pack. Okay, like dogs. Dogs right. like like they like um, you know having friends and buddies and stuff like that. Cats don't. Cats are very independent. Okay, yeah. and so some cats. Now, what happened though to the other two cats? 
Well, they were old. Oh, okay, okay. He had two elderly cats. Oh, okay. And yeah, and now how did he get along with those two cats? Well, they were always separated. Oh, okay, like okay. they had. Yep. They were in another room. And okay, yep, yep. And that's what you have to do. Out. And now we have all the rooms open, and it's funny because he just moved into the room that he was never allowed in. Now uh-huh. he's like king of that room. <laughs> he's always in there now. Yeah, because anytime you get new cats, you got to do the you know slowly introduction because if you do it too fast and there's a fight, animosity is built, and now you got to really problem. And see, by bringing a new cat in, and, you know, there's several ways. You He has his own room. For sure. Okay. And then you can put like a screen door on it so they could see each other through the screen. Sometimes you can put dishes later, you know, so they have to kind of eat around each other. Um, then what you do is you transfer, you take the cat that's in the room, the new cat. Okay. He comes out and goes through the house and the cat that is in the house goes into that cat's room so they can get used to each other's smells. Another, and then you can transfer them again. And then you can uh, put the dog or the cat, cat, one cat doesn't make any difference in the dog kennel a dog kennel and so that they can uh, sniff. yeah we have like a little tent yep like but we want to rescue a, maybe i don't know he's a male and do you think a female would be better uh male and male and male get along better two females have a harder time getting together Okay, male and female is better, and then two males. Those are the ones. But, I thought so too. Yeah, I'm yep. Just, but um, yep, two females, yeah. you have a harder time. Okay, they're more. How more. is it like these cat cafes have all these cats all walking around together and right. fight? Right, but no, but the thing is, is that they're not going to show you what happened. You know, some of them didn't get along, so they had to leave, okay? Oh, I suppose. Yeah, and so the thing also, too, like what you say with the cat, cat, they have a lot of places they can go. The cats can have a lot of places, uh, you know, to go. That helps. But Mm -hmm. the the thing is, though, is that they probably uh, acclimate. Some cats acclimate real quick, and it's not a big deal. Within two weeks, you can find out if they're still hissing at each other. And yeah, and we got some, we got some ways to go yet. And so you just, but you have to, no matter how fast you want to open the door and let them all be free and friendly, that it that don't work because all it takes is one fight, and now you yeah. do have animosity. Like a spray? Do you think a spray bottle nope. is helpful? Nope. Or is that nope. And the thing is, is because the biggest thing that you got to do, um, I was in the mindset of that too. Okay, where you use a spray bottle on a cat like a dog. But yeah. what I learned, oh, can you hold on? We got to go to, we got to go to break. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so hang on, then we'll come back. Okay, then we'll. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You bet. What did, this is, oh, we should have done this with the last caller. She was a dentist. Okay, oh, well, uh, but anyway. What did the judge say to the dentist? What did the judge say to the dentist? We'll be back. Okay, what did the judge say to the dentist? What do you think, Josh? I think it said, um, I'm, I'm, bl- I'm drawing a blank. Okay. Do you swear to pull the tooth, the whole tooth and nothing but the tooth? That's, that's pretty what, good. That's what the judge said to the de- dentist. Do you swear to pull the tooth, the whole tooth and nothing but the tooth? Ding, 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 ding. Okay, let's go back. Where are we at? All right, we have Shelly still on the line with the rescue pet question. Okay, there you go. Shelly, are you there? I am here. Okay, now all of a sudden I, I had a brain fluff. What were you talking about? I forgot to write it down. I get out of it. TJ, my my cat that is now alone in the house, and we want to introduce another. Right, no, 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 no. Rescue. Yeah, no, yeah. We want to rescue another cat. Yeah, and so uh, did and I introduce them and yeah. make it work. So yeah, the the main thing is like the dog kennels are really a huge thing because then you can put bring that kennel and put it in the room. 
you know, and so then the cats can get the feel of, you know, seeing the cat in another room, even though it's in the kennel, and then you rotate it. But some cats might go nuts in the kennel, so then you might have to, that can't work, so then you've got to use the, you know, like the cat has that room, and then you switch. I always feel like I'm punishing TJ by putting him in no, no, but, when he's had all this freedom. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You know? Well, he's not in there for hours. You know what I mean? Well, he's, I he, know, but it's like we, yeah. we never do that to him. Yeah, but no, he's fine. He's fine. He's a cat. They adapt. <laughs> because what he's going to be doing is smelling where that cat was. He'd be, he's going to be going through that room, checking it out with a fine-tooth comb. Okay? Like, whoa, who's, who is this? What, you know what I mean? So he gets used to that smell. Okay, mm-hmm. so then now when, now when uh, you know, you've let him out and the, the new cat goes back in the room, now he's going to be smelling the house where that cat went. If anything, he's going to be really tired at the end of the day because of all this smelling and checking things out is what mm-hmm. it is. And so that's what I mean. So you just want to, and the kennel comes in handy because then they can actually get nose to nose. And if there is a, you know, nobody can get hurt if the cat just, you know, slams at the, at the kennel that obviously yeah. there is no fight that ensues. So that's so that's when do you think it's right to let them out to meet each other? Of, of course it would have to be supervised. And that's what I was asking you about too, was like, um, the spray bottle you were oh, going to spray bottle. Yes, I know. There we go. Okay. That. No, because when you got a new cat or, you know, you try mm-hmm. to make two cats like each other, you don't mm-hmm. want anything bad happening to them when they are right there. So here comes the water. Then they associate that water with that other cat. And now they really don't like that cat. Mm-hmm. Then good things have to happen. So that's why you pet one cat and then the mm-hmm. other cat is way over here. Pet that cat. You know, so that you're, oh, you be nice. Be nice. Just like when yeah, my cats. And jealousy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, because when my cats, when my cats, when um, uh, they just show up out of air, I'm just, you know, hey, you be nice. Look at, oh, Sally, be nice. Look at you. You know, if all of a sudden, like, they're looking like they're going to go attack, you know, like the new cat. Hey, hey, you be nice. You be nice. Come on. You know, and I'll go up and pet them. So good things happen when they see that other cat. And so then pretty soon, you know, there's only been a handful of cats all through the years, 40 years on the farm, that literally did not get along and that I had to rehome them because they were just stirring the pot and everybody was on, on edge and, and nobody yeah. was happy. And they, did they like hurt, like draw blood on each other? Oh yeah, they got into some pretty good tangles and then all the other cats would race, run and hide. You yeah, know what I mean? I you, yeah, you can see, yeah, and see. And so that's why you just got and you don't know, but like I said, you want an easy going laid back cat. Is that what your, is that what yours is? A laid back cat? No, he's, the aggressive one that attacked my leg when I walked through the living room. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So (laughs) he was so upset when I moved him here. Yep. 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 And then, but now the other two cats are gone. Uh And yeah, you talked me through yeah. that crisis before. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, but. I do. I do. <laughs> I know but, you take a lot of calls. Yeah, but no. But the thing is, is that you know there are some cats that just mm-hmm. don't get along. So even though you want another cat, it may not happen. Okay, because yeah. if he's that that temperamental with the other ones, my guess he's not a, he's not an advocate for our. Uh, he's not. But he but he was kind of okay with the 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 female cat that uh-huh. he had. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. He's more of a scaredy cat. He seems aggressive, and I don't know how to describe Yeah, no, I understand. No, I understand. He's more of a kind, I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I guess what you can do is maybe try fostering a cat and see if that, if it works, then adopt him. But don't just don't sign in the bottom line in case it doesn't work. Okay, because a lot of the cat oh, rescues, yeah. Yeah, a lot of cat rescues will be happy to, you know, try to foster them. And if it works, then you can adopt them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Ken. Well, good luck. All right. Well, thank you so much. You I bet. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Yeah, it's really hard to blend cats, folks. It really is. It can be done, but you got to have a lot of patience. Okay, who's up next there, Mr. Josh? We have uh, Debbie, I believe, with a puppy puppy kennel cost question. A puppy kennel cool. All right. Okay. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? Hey, Debbie. Uh oh. She's on speakerphone. Nope. She's here. She's got her us on the back. Is that delayed thing? Yeah. It's okay. A delay. Let's let's go back to her. Let's put her on hold. Let's take somebody else and then try. You go back and talk to her. Okay. Yeah. One Who's second. up next? All right, we got um, a vaccine counteraction question from Diana. Okay. Hi, Diana. How you doing? Hi, Diana. Oh, hi, Katie. There you are. There you are. What can I do for you? Thank you for taking my question. You betcha. Um, Thanks for calling. We, we are getting a new puppy in a few weeks. Okay. And... Um, I'm rereading books that your books, including yours, and I appreciate that so much because you have a lot of information in there. Good. Um, I um, also am just trying to get my head around the vaccines and what we should be doing. And okay. um, I'm wondering, once the puppy gets vaccines, should we give them, um, give her like the day before, day of, and a few days after, like? Milk thistle. I've been reading about something Thuga. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. Wow. We used to give milk thistle to our boys. Okay. Um, but look at you. I'm impressed. I'm even impressed that you, you said that. Yeah. You need to. Um. It's up to yourself what shots and how often you want to do it. What kind of dog are you getting? A Bolognese. A who again? A Bolognese. You actually. My husband took our our other Bolognese teal for puppy training, but that would be 14 years ago. All right. And then we also saw Dr. Jess, but we've moved now. We don't live very close. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, because yeah, this would be you can. Uh, Dr. Jess does do like phone consults, you know, so you could okay. eat, so you can do that. But see, um, th- do da da da. I would go now. If you've been doing like shock, you can read the shock to the system. You can read Pat McKay's natural immune system. If you go to patmckay.com, she has natural immunities. You can read her book online free. Okay, natural immunities. Uh, and so that everybody's different, you know, uh, on what shots and then how often. You know, if right. I had a puppy right now, number one, I would not do a rabies shot with any other shot. You know, that would be a shot all by itself. It would be later, like maybe eight, nine months of age if, you know, if I had a puppy. And then the right. core shots, I would probably uh, wait a little bit longer, uh, like maybe 18 weeks. And then I would do, you know, obviously the parvo, uh, distemper. Right. All right, that's core shot is what they call it. All right, mm-hmm. um, but they you know they want to throw limes in there. They want to throw a lime. Okay, then they want to throw in you know lepto. All this other so that the the poor pup is a shot cushion. So that's mm-hmm. why you've got to decide what shots and how often and what ones are going to go together. And but and there there again like going to that patmckay.com, Check her out. Uh, you can go to healthypets.mercola.com. Uh, that's Dr. Karen Becker, and she's yeah. a holistic vet. And you can, you know, she answers questions. You can email her or you can just put in puppy vaccinations on her website and see what articles she's written about it. And so the whole thing is that's what you want to do is you want to get input on what, you know what I mean? And then, and then go from there. All right. 
Right. So yeah. Now, um. What do you What do you think about like the milk thistle? Oh, great! It's a great detoxer and the whole bit. Yes, milk thistle okay. is awesome. And usually, you know if you use about this thuga. The who what? It's T H U G A. It's another one that I read about actually in Dr. Um, Becker's book. Okay. And I, it's a new one for me. No, I have not. I just wrote it down. I have not heard that. Huh, that's cool. Why don't you hold on? I've got we got to run to a break here. So hold okay. on and then we'll finish this up when you come back or when we come back. Okay, how fast can a chameleon's tongue travel? 5.7 MPH, 5.795 MPH, 57 MPH, or 979 MPH. We'll be back. Thanks for listening. We're here every Sunday, noon to two now. Noon to do. Tell all your friends, family, coworkers to come to the KDK9 Nooners every Sunday. Okay, you ready for this? Yep. A chameleon. Okay. How fast can a chameleon's tongue travel? 5.7 miles per hour, 5,795 miles per hour, 57 miles per hour, or 579 miles per hour? Let's go 57. 57 miles per hour? Yes. Uh, this blew my socks off, too, the alligator question. No, it is 5,795 miles per hour. Chameleon's wow. tongue can go from 0 to 60 miles per hour in a hundredth of a second. In a hundredth of a second. About 200 times faster than the fastest car. The fastest chameleon tongue belongs to the rosette-nosed pygmy chameleon, which can shoot its tongue more than twice the length of its body at about 8,500 8, feet per second. And that's 5,795 miles an hour. That's fast. Wow. Okay. Okay, let's go back. We're talking puppy vaccinations. Okay, Diana, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. And so, yeah, so, the, and, and like I said, you can, uh, you know, uh, like I said, Dr. Jess does do phone consults, you know, <laughs> so, or email consults. So you can ask her some questions also, um, okay. what her thoughts are. And then, like I say, you know, Dr. Becker's site, you know, uh, healthypets.mercola.com. Uh, let's see, healthy pet, and let's see, no, um, dogsnaturallymagazine.com, uh, shock. To the system by Odriscoll. I book on your recommendations. Yeah, and so that's why, like I said, you got to get input, and then just make what you uh, a decision that you're comfortable with, and whatever vet you're working with, if they get a little pushy, to say you know what, mm-hmm. I'll take that or the other ad- under advisement, but right now mm-hmm. I just want this, okay, and and right. just kind of go from there. So it, it's tough. And that's the problem I've had with the breeder, not the breeder, but the breeder's vet, is they start vaccinating at six. Weeks. Oh gosh. Okay, but so no. But I told them no. Okay, but see what you can do if you buy a puppy for them. They, the mm-hmm. breeder, you should be able to say, "I don't want my pup to get those shots right now." I did. And I she, did. what did and she the do? That bulked a little bit, but didn't give them. Yes, good mm-hmm. for you. I'm glad you stuck your, stuck your nose out there. <laughs> no, I said, just blame it on me. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Now, no. did you say for the parvo and distemper, you would go with eighteen weeks or eight weeks? 18 weeks. Really? And the reason is because, and if you do some research, you'll see this, the mom's antibody stays with the pup from 14 to 16 weeks, okay? And so that's why sometimes shots are that are given too early, sometimes the mom's antibody will blow them up. 
All right. Yeah. And so that's why I'd wait till 18 weeks, do what I want. And then um, at maybe six, six months uh, or a little later, then do a tighter test to see yeah. if they took. And if they did, if I got antibodies, not me, the dog, <laughs> uh, yeah. that then I'd go from there. So. Okay, great. Okay, so thank yeah, so it's so it's much, well. Please. Thank you for trying to debu- I applaud you for you know saying hey, not not right now. I'm doing another kind of protocol, so I'm proud of you. Okay. Oh gosh, thank you. Oh, you betcha. You do well, our best, right? Yes, that's all we can do. <laughs> what one foot in front of the other, right? <laughs> exactly. So. Okay, kiddo, you take care. Have a great one. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, I'm proud. To, that's so cool. Say, you know, the cat video, the festival at CHS Field, that's on August 4th. That's a Thursday. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at the booth, No Place Like Home Realtors. No Place Like Home Realtors. And they give out really fun stuff there, too. I love giving fun stuff away. But anyway, and so um, that's August 4th, the, um, the cat video festival at CHS Field. And uh, that starts at 6 p.m. And it, 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 I was there last year. Oh, folks, it was really, it's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. And it really is cool to see the, the cat videos. It gives a whole new meaning when you see it on that giant screen. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's oh, crazy. Yeah. And so, yeah, so hopefully you can come on down, stop at the booth, no place like home realtors. And, uh, and, and it is, it's just a lot of fun. And I was really lucky. I had my girlfriend be my Uber because <laughs> I didn't want to have to go downtown park and all that. So she dropped me off, picked me up. I was, I was so happy. Thank you, Ann. But anyway, so yeah, so mark that date, August 4th, Cat Fat Video Festival. And uh, it's going to be fun. All right. Who's up? We have Barry with a uh, German Shepherd uh, biting kids uh, situation going on. She has a couple questions for you. All right. Hi there. What's your name? Hi there. Uh oh. Barry. Hello. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> so your name is Barry. Yeah. Bri- okay. Wow. That's cool name. Okay. You. you got a German Shepherd. How old? She is about to be three in like a week. Three years? Yep. Okay, and what's going on? Um, so we got her like right before the pandemic and sorry, I'm just getting home. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we got her like right before the pandemic and we never really got a chance to get with a lot of family after we got her. Okay. And so recently we have like a big family get together. And as far as I've seen, like, I've taken her to the dog park and everything else. She's great with pretty much everyone she meets. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we were at the family get-together, she was being pretty aggressive. I mean, she didn't bite anyone, but she was definitely growling and being just kind of mean towards the little kids there. How many little kids? Um, There were maybe five. And, like, what, five and under, ten and under, what? Um, actually probably 10 and under. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, uh, were the kids like chasing her? Wanting um, to come into her face? Not really. Were they, were they wanted to come into her face and space and pet her? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of them was just walking into the building and she went lunging or the, my dog went lunging at her barking and growling. Okay. Okay. 
Um, yeah, because- I've never seen any behavior of hers like that yeah so. but see um uh little kids and uh, usually five and under is like oil and water with dogs you know they just pinpoint the dog and they're on the they're on a mission to go touch the dog sit in the dog touch their eyes or ears and all kind of that stuff okay mm-hmm. but now if the, a child entered where it was and she roughed all right yeah. okay then what did you do well we just grabbed her and pulled her back and obviously scolded her but we didn't really know what to do because we'd never experienced anything like that yeah, okay okay because what you got to do is a lot of baby steps here to accustom her to the busyness of kids all right mm-hmm. and so the thing is is that yeah when she did that yeah you call her on hey 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 you be nice be nice ah ah be nice because she legitly was scared she wasn't mm-hmm. sure so she reacted accordingly okay you don't want to come down um uh, uh, uh like a thunderbolt you know okay. bad dog shame on you rah, rah, rah. because now she's like oh my god the world's the the, the sky is falling the sky is falling she yeah. was nervous and worried and now you compounded that nervous and worriedness you got to see it from the dog's point of view you call him on it like hey 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 that was wrong. You be nice. Be nice. Come here. Come here. Just settle. Just settle. Be the voice of reasoning and calmness, not okay. send her in into a deeper stupor of, of being worried. And so now what you want to start doing is uh, like go to a, a playground or a park that's got kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bring a lawn chair. And you're going to maybe be across the park where she can see the kids, okay? Okay. What you want her to do is don't sit there and pet her and stuff like that. Just let her absorb nature at its finest. Okay, and if she sits up and is like zeroes in on them, say, hey, you be nice. Leave it alone. None Mm -hmm. of your concern. None of your... What you want to be able to do is get your lawn chair closer. And if anybody wants to come pet the dog, nope, right now we're training, all right? Mm-hmm. And if she reacts that way, uh, uh, you know, this is where you got to learn to watch her body language. Okay. There's a book called Canine Body Language, oddly enough, by Aloff, A-L-O-F-F. And okay. so what you want to do is most people, when training anything uh, with dogs, they wait to react to the dog's reaction. They can see it coming, but they in their head they're like, well, maybe this time they won't do it. Okay. Yeah. No, you want to pop the thought bubble. And then what it is is that you got to reassure this is no big deal. Just ignore. Just ignore. Don't react. So, the, like, let's say she alerts, like, something's over there. That's when you get into the head and go, ah, 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 leave it. None of yours. None of yours. Ah, ah, come on. Listen, what's this over here? Redirect the dog. Okay? okay. And so, don't wait for the dog to react. So, as you're sitting in that chair watching the playground, Okay, and like I say, it, you might be a block away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just figure out how far away from the playground you have to go sure. where she can still see the kid, and she just she calms down. Okay, she settles down and just lays down. Okay. And then, like I said, then you start moving yourself closer is what you're after. And so oh. then, um, like, when you do have get-togethers and gatherings and stuff like that, if there's going to be a lot of kids, leave her at home. You don't okay. want to inundate her. You want her to slowly be a well. She can tolerate the busyness of kids being around. You know, running, the screaming, the blah blah blah. Okay, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we got to do. You got some dogs, like I say, they weren't that action. You got to remember what shepherds were originally bred for. They were herding dogs, and so right. shepherd. Okay, then somebody decided to make them a guard dog, and so they mm-hmm. have the. Uh, uh, um, they have a side of, if it moves, let's hurt it and put it in a nice little corner. And then they have the side where it's to be an alarmist. What is your business? State it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, 
So anyway, so that's <clears throat> excuse me. And so that's what you. But you got to do is you got to you got to. <clears throat> there's a book, and I was going to talk about this uh, later in the show. But piece of paper to pencil. It's called Rescue Your Dog from Fear. Okay. Rescue Your Dog from Fear by Swagger S is in Sam W A G E R. That book is phenomenal for any dog dealing with any fear of any kind. Because what has to happen to help this dog work through it is not to be yelled at, but to be caught where you pop that thought bubble, okay? okay. And then learn to adjust, to you know, to, to handle it. Look to you like, what are we going to do about this? And when they see that you're okay, then they can kind of settle down and deal with it and handle it, all right? Okay. And so, they, but that rescue your dog from fears, and that's for dogs that are scared of loud noises, situations, men, kids, you know I mean? Just everything, because you got to get into the dog's mindset mm-hmm. and help them work through it, all right? And you all do right. it by doing baby steps is what we do. Awesome. Okay, now you said your dog's three years old? Yep. Okay, and you go to the dog park? We do, yep. Okay, I would stop. <laughs> okay. And the reason is, is because when, you know, when we're younger, humans and dogs, uh, it, we, it's all about a party, right? Mm-hmm. It's party. Let's go. Ahead. You know, when we were younger, we could go a party all night, come in, take a shower and go straight to work half snapped. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay. Then when you get to be about 25, eh, maybe now you, you come in at two or three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then as we get older, all of a sudden now, let's say an hour in by midnight. Okay. Now we're about 35, whatever. I think I'm going to stay home, watch TV and have popcorn. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We don't care for the party anymore. And the dog part is one ginormous party. Okay. Yeah. And as the dogs get older, they, uh, they, all of a sudden that busyness, they don't like anymore. They get too, you know, it's wigged out. Like, you know, they can't keep control of everything, especially mm-hmm. a shepherd, you know, herding dog. So the thing is, is that all of a sudden there's fights. You know, all of a sudden right. they're getting growling and snapping like, well, you never used to do that before. Yeah. But you know what? He's older. Doesn't care for the party anymore. Get me out of here. I don't want this busyness. And so that's why I would start doing more tricks, brain games, working on social as far as like this, you know, working on and not unless letting him just run rampant with a bunch of dogs. And then all of a sudden him just getting cranky and then decide she's going to take somebody out. Okay. Okay. And so that's because as the old dogs get older, they have a tendency to get more, you know, picked off by things that they used to tolerate. (laughs) All right. And we don't want it to get to that level. All right. Do other things. Do like brain teasers, brain games, tricks, name your dog's toys. Have fun. Interact with your dog. Don't let them just go run rampant and become a little bit pushier. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. All right. I have one more question if you're able to answer. Okay. We got to run to break. Can you hold on? Yep. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. Where are we at? Why did the boy tiptoe past the medicine cabinet? We'll be back. And we're winding her down. Remember, this is Katie Canine Show now on noon at 2 2 on Sundays. Please pass the word. Uh, go to mytalk1071.com. You can check out my Facebook, Katie Canine Facebook page. You could email me your questions or if you want to. Check out my uh, schedule for Katie's Canines. Uh, we can do private lessons. Uh, we can do a group class. My, my classes only have six dogs a class. Uh, but check it out, okay? Okay, what? Why did the boy tiptoe past the medicine cabinet? I don't know this one. Okay. He didn't want to wake the sleeping pills. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> That's, That's a dad joke for the day. All right. Well, let's say. I love it. Yeah, there we go. Okay, let's go back. 
Cabri, Bernie, Bernie. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. Okay, so like I said, by, uh, by you know, spending more time and just interacting with your dog, you know, where you could, they, because if they trust you and you built a good trust between you and your dog, how you handle a situation, they will lean with you. They don't feel like they have to do it. Take care of you and take care of the situation. If they feel, you know, that you have got your poop in a group, that you're a pillar, you're, you know, somebody worth following. All right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why, and the, by doing that, is by teaching brain teasers, brain games, you know, uh, naming toys, teaching the dog to put his toys away, have some fun with the dog. So he's looking to you. So then, let's say when a kid walks into the room, he, you can see the reaction, dog. You're gonna pop that thought bubble. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, be nice. Come here. Come here. Oh, very nice. Look at you. It's just a kid. You know what I mean? So you've got to help yeah. it. And so, uh, and it's something that you have to work on because, like I say, it's it, that he has not been around the busyness of children. Which look at even adults. <laughs> You have a hard time with kids. With kids, unfortunately, like when we get ticked to kids, we usually just get in the car and drive away, right? Yeah. Whereas, you know, the dog has got a lot of teeth, and you know, if they get worried or scared, they can take on. So, mm-hmm. but the whole, that's what that rescue your dog from fear by swagger, and then like working out for a better relationship. Uh, you know, where he walks nice on a leash, and you know, what I mean, just everything. Build that instead of going to a dog park. Okay. Sure. Okay. Did you have any other question? Um, yeah. So I heard you talking earlier about like kind of stopping vaccines as a dog gets older. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a Shih Tzu mix. Um, she is going to be nine this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, like what, like you meant by doing that. I had a friend and they had a 10 year old English Mastiff and he got really sick and died after he got like a round of vaccines. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of worried about be, when be worried. I give dogs vaccines well, now. this is something that, you know, it took me three years of really diving into because I, I got into vaccines uh, when my horse had a reaction. Okay. Yeah. And I started trying to understand how vaccines work and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so you have to roll up your sleeves. I get, you know, like I say, shock to the system, patmckay.com, you know, all the other websites that I mentioned, you know, uh, healthy pets. Dot Mercola, you know, Dogs Naturally Magazine. You just got to start reading and then you make, you decide what you want to do. It's your decision, your pet. And then because once you're empowered, you know, if a vet pushes up against you, like, hey, hey, you could, you know, you've done your research. You are comfortable with the decisions that you've made. Okay. Okay. And so that's why, like I say, a lot of shots doesn't give them more immunity. That's what people are. are I, I don't understand if they take the time to understand vaccinations. And so it it drives me it drives me nuts. You either got antibodies or you don't. And then what you yeah. do, what you also have is memory cells. If everything that we've been exposed to was ready to go at the drop of a hat, our blood would be like molasses. It wouldn't move. <laughs> okay. So then that, that what happens is that we we get memory cells where they kind of stay off to the side. And then let's say a cold strain of cold comes around that you've had before. All of a sudden it wakes up that memory. So, Hey, Hey, time to go to work. It's here. And so then yeah. they race in there. And then so that it, it, the, the, the help you get through it without, you know, bad things happening. And so that's what I mean. When you understand everything uh, and then you, you're okay with the You know, what decisions you make. Okay. 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 So yeah, it's just it's that individual, your own personal choice, what you want to do, but you want to empower yourself. The three vet words that Katie or the three words that vets hate, Katie K nine says. 
Okay. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not telling you what to do and I don't want to. I want you to empower yourself and make an educated decision on what you want to do. Not what I do, but what you want to do. I know I make my decisions because I've done enough of looking into things, okay? And so that's why, like I said, it's just you've got to empower yourself to um, make your decisions that you're comfortable with, all right? Okay. Okay, kiddo. Good luck. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Uh, what? Next, we have, uh, finally, I should say, we have Cheryl with a question about feeding pumpkins to her dog. Okay, pumpkin, pumpkin. Hi, Cheryl. How you doing? Whoopsies. Hello? Hi, Cheryl. Oh, hi. How you um, doing? Okay. Go ahead. I got a simple question. I've We've been feeding our dog. Um, She's 31 pounds. Pumpkin with her <clears throat> kibble in the morning, and we always make the kibble at night the night before oh good look at you i'm proud of you and i well i listen been listening to you for a long time well just because i say that doesn't mean all people will do it (laughs) and so i just can can she get too much pumpkin we usually give her like i don't know three four tablespoons maybe sometimes up to a fourth of a cup okay is that all day or every feeding just all day. I mean, yeah, yeah. just once a day. Okay. Yeah. And then no. she gets a few sardines, too. Oh, look at you. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, any kind of squash, you know, sweet potatoes and acorn squash, spaghetti squash, any kind of squash, pumpkin, you know, cooked, you know, and then, you and then uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some people, I had one gal call, she said, well, my dog won't eat the spaghetti squash. And then I said, well, okay. And so I said, you cooked it, right? And she goes, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and so well, same with like sweet potatoes. You know, you know everything has to be cooked, and then you scrape it out. But that yeah. is so good. It's got good potassium. It's you know it's great for the stools. It's overall gut health. You know any kind of squash is fantastic. And I, the the reason why I was asking about the pumpkin is it's not like she would overdose on the, the vitamin A, no. right? Is that what's in it? Yeah. No. No. That's no. Not no, a problem. No. Okay. No. 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 Because she's got she's fourteen and <clears throat> she has. Um, kind of intermittent t- tremors, especially when we walk, you know. Okay. And in her, um, a couple of her legs off and on, and I was just like concerned. I was like, oh my gosh, what could that be? Like overdose of, um, the vitamin, you know? Right. But yep. No, certainly no, no. not. No, 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 no. If you were feeding like <laughs> canes at a time, <laughs> you know, might be. Yeah. But yeah. No, I the ungodly amount you'd have to give to have that happen. No. You're, you're fine. Okay. Okay. So you, you, have, you know that you're good. good. And she, like by the way, she gets seasonal allergies in the fall, and she hasn't had any vaccinations for probably at least eight years. Wowzer! Look at you. Nice. And I love it. And yeah, we travel to Florida. You stop at all the bus, you know, the yep. rest stops. I, I always feel like she's getting a lot of immunity. Yes, from her environment. Know, from, Yep. Yeah, and that's what we do too as humans. You know, we get a lot of our immunities from our environment. We not even don't even realize it's happening. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. So no problem. Proud so, of you. Good going. Okay. Yep. I, you can't OD them unless you're going to go for cans after can after can. Okay. <laughs> nope. I'm not doing that. Okay, All right. Great. Take okay. care. Thanks Thank for the call, you. kiddo. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, that's good though. Sweet potatoes is really. I love sweet potatoes, and I don't know why I don't have them more often. 
It drives, you know, really that is goofy on my part. Oh, well, it is what it They're is. They're so good. Yeah. Okay, guys, hopefully that you got learned something new today. That'd be great. And then uh, at any time, you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to my KDK9 show page, and, and, and re-listen to the show in case there's some stuff you didn't get a chance to write down. And then plus you get to listen to the past shows. Plus they have a link to my Facebook page, KDK9, which I always post a lot of cool stuff. And then also my website, KDK9 website for classes, private classes. And I do have a shy dog. I really, I'm really trying to help more shy dog people because shy dog people, they have a tendency to just to kind of put them in the corner and and not help them become a better dog. And so hopefully that you'll give me a call and we can work together. And then also that book, Rescue Your Dog from Fear by Schwager, S-W-A-G-E-R, online, whatever. And anyway, uh, so hopefully that that will help you out. So anyway, so Josh, you made it. Aren't you happy? I made it. Yeah. And at, at some point this afternoon, we'll have that link for the uh, Washington County Fair and the uh, the costume competition, the canine costume competition nice. uh, posted on uh, your website, KDK9 website on mytalk1071.com. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, get that posted and hopefully everybody can come check it out and see some pups in some fancy, interesting costumes. I can't yeah. wait to see well, what, it's amazing uh, what the different what some, Yeah, make. what some people come up with. I totally am amazing. So that is cool. And then to have a $150 first place, 100 second, and 50 for third, that's nothing to sneeze at. That can get you a lot of kombucha. Yeah, there you go. Kombucha and great other Nutrisource. Great treats. So I want to thank you all for listening and, and following me to my nooner slot. I greatly appreciate that. And at any time, don't hide your dogs. Train them. Or if you don't train them, don't blame them. You guys have a grand week and keep them everybody cool and safe. Thanks, Josh. See you next week. See you.